0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.
1: Toyota Brookhaven services all makes and models. That could be why we were voted best service department
2: the past two years. Come see why. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota Brookhaven, we deliver.
3: This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi.
0: Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines.
3: Everyone and welcome to midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host Gerard Gibbard, along with a rhino, live in the Element Wealth Studios, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music on this lovely Friday, (laughs) y'all. Yeah, it is. It is. But the kangaroo continues to drill a hole. It's going to be in the center of the earth before it's over with. It ain't rather
4: capricious kangaroo.
3: (laughs) You knew it was going to happen because, folks, uh, yesterday, yesterday after the show, the CEO of FedEx issued uh, a rather dour outlook for the company. The stock has tumbled 20 percent, said there's been a marked downturn in shipping volumes. And get this, said they are grounding airplanes and shutting down offices. FedEx. Now, I believe that FedEx is a very meaningful, strong indicator of the overall global economy, honestly. Certainly the macro economy. It's not... Just, oh well, FedEx is struggling, they're getting beat by their competitors. No, all the competitors are offering the same guidance, same reports, indicating a slowdown in economic activity. It is, a, I think, a key indicator of the broader economy. So we've got a huge sell-off. Now, we're off the lows, but after that hit, I went to bed last night thinking, oh, heck, when I start checking those futures when I wake up, 4 a.m. or so, it's going to be bleak. And it was, as expected. We're off the lows, the Dow down now, 282, but here's the deal. We're just getting started. Not only is FedEx signaling that they got to streamline their operations, Parking airplanes. I don't know that I've ever heard that before. But you've got Amazon who is canceling plans to build more fulfillment centers, to expand existing fulfillment centers, amounting to 25 million square feet in 28 states. We're fortunate here That the Fulfillment Center in Madison, which recently opened, all that was in the works ahead of time, and I pray that there's no impact there, honestly. Haven't heard anything, don't know anything, nothing to report. And the list, Rhino, of companies which have announced intentions to shed some of their workforce, where's Perez? It's longer than Inagata DeVita. (laughs) Uh, All of that, so this interest rate stuff, right, that we've been witnessing, the increases in interest rates in an effort to cool the economy, the cooling is a laggard. The rates have been inching upward the last three, four months.
4: It's almost like they started hitting the brakes too late before the cliff. Duh! The idiots? Because they wanted to spend all their time spinning it as transitory. No doubt about it. I I wish we had a
3: montage, because we could probably cram a hundred notable national figures, economists, politicians, the like, right, into a montage. Oh, it's transitory! But the two main ones, the Fed Chairman and the Secretary of the Treasury, Janet Yellen, who's more concerned about climate change and abortion... You're the Treasury Secretary!
4: It's almost like she's not qualified for the job she has. (laughs) But then again, that's par for the course for Biden's administration.
3: (laughs) Uh, I have hope for you. You're catching on.
4: (laughs) You're on to the game there. because I had my tea this morning. The boil water notice was lifted. (laughs) That's right, it was. Did you partake? You can hear it. It's my tea. It's back. I no longer have to go to the Coca Cola or the co- or the coffee. I'm a little bit more mellow, but a little bit more on my game. Yeah. We're going to talk
3: to J.T. Mitchell. He's on the program at 11:05. Super top Mississippi news director. We'll discuss the water situation. So Dollar General is a. This is crazy. They're a bright spot in the stock market because rich people are going to the dollar general seriously they're saying their clientele's changed
4: i mean just look at what martha Vin- martha's vineyard is doing with 50 migrants showing up oh my god it's a humanitarian crisis <laughs> somebody start the go fund me wait <laughs> it's martha's freaking vineyard can you not just pass the hat is that just dis-
3: so sickening and now governor gavin newsom he wants to prosecute <laughs> Ron DeSantis. He wants to charge him.
4: Charge that's, him with that's what? That's fine. Do the investigation. Dig a little deeper. You'll find out that Biden's administration's been shipping people all over the place. And you know what they use for ID? Arrest warrants! Unbelievable. That is absolutely true. So yeah, go down that, that rabbit hole. Do some digging, DOJ. See what you find out.
3: It truly is rich, isn't it? When you think about it. The wealthy on Martha's Vineyard... I mean, it's the ultimate let-em-eat-cake deal, isn't it? Oh, you folks down there in the south on the borders that are, that are receiving all these immigrants, you got to keep doing that. It's the humane thing to do. Oh, but we don't want to help. Don't send them up here. Well, here's the question.
4: That's the problem with all liberals. Not in my backyard. <laughs>
3: exactly. So, are they not the same people? That are telling the country, we don't want the place to look like Florida and Texas. Shouldn't they be be welcoming these immigrants? You're better off here. You don't want to stay there. It's a bad place, Florida and Texas.
4: I thought diversity was our strength. Right. Why not diversify Martha's
3: Vineyard a little bit? And in fact, if you shall allow, I'll read from a poster that was hung across Martha's Vineyard, the island there, the island of Martha's Vineyard. Listen up. We respect women in all bold and caps, women. We value black lives, same style, font style. We stand with our LGBTQ community members. We stand with immigrants, with refugees, with indigenous peoples, and with people of all faiths. We stand with our community. Well, that's not kind of what's happening there, is it? seriously this is a poster you can't make it up all are welcome here hate has no business here I'm not even making it up do we have the sound from one of the residents there (laughs) listen to this folks
2: so what
5: are
2: the most difficult challenges right now?
5: The difficult challenges are we have, to, at some point in time, they have to move from here to somewhere else, right? We, we cannot, we don't have the services to take care of 50 immigrants, um, and we, we certainly don't have housing. We're in a housing crisis as we are on this island. And so we, we don't, we can't house everyone here that lives here and works here. We don't have housing for 50 more people.
4: You can't make it up. By the way... <laughs> This sign so 50 that fifty throws a monkey wrench into their housing market. How About the eighteen thousand that just show up on Main Street on border towns on a
3: daily basis. Well, according to Corinne Jean Pierre, the White House chief propagandist, that's not happening. No, that's not. That's not how it works. Right. So, <laughs> this sign that I just read, poster sign. Many of the mansions on Martha's Vineyard had this in the yards. These are now the people that are saying, we can't take it.
4: You've you've heard the latest, right? What? 125 to 150 Massachusetts National Guardsmen showed up to help escort the 48 migrants that are left (laughs) to a nearby Army base. God, They got them out of their hair.
3: Well, what happened to the old we're all in this thing together deal? What happened to that? what happened to the tolerance and the and the desire to affect humane treatment well you got your chance now do it
4: affect it make it happen it's just sick it's sick we can't house the people we have really (laughs) have you seen the number of bedrooms in some of these houses in Martha's Vineyard you don't have anywhere to put them 50 folks and you know who else
3: is sending migrants in their direction? The Democrat leadership of El Paso. Why aren't they calling them out? Oh because they're Democrats. Oh are they politicizing this issue? Say it ain't so. It's just sickening. It really is. We're in the Element Well Studios. We're taking a break. We're coming right back.
6: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions, high near 90 degrees. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 68. Your Saturday rolls in with sunny skies, high near 91. Saturday evening, clear skies, low around 70. And for your Sunday, much the same, sunny skies, high near 91. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile since 1871. For all your deer camp needs, stop by today. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton.
10: I've got to get that
5: Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit helmspolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821.
11: At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next
3: Of the plane. No sure Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Top Mississippi. We are coming at you live from the Element Well Studios. J.T. Mitchell coming on at 11.05 05 to run down the news. And then Dr. Catherine Pannell coming on at 12 05. It is uh international, I believe, Addiction Recovery
4: Month. Or is it national? I think it's international. It's at least national.
3: Yeah. She's coming on and she of course is a practicing psychiatrist and uh, treats those afflicted with drug addiction. She'll be in the studio talking about that. I wanted to get off something off my chest here, folks, and I hope you'll indulge me. And really, it's really not getting it off my chest as it is just communicating and kind of letting you know how we operate. So yesterday, we were having a rather spirited discussion About Social Security, and I just happened to inform that based on statute, based on on law, a significant raise is in store for Social Security beneficiaries, 8.7% in 2023. It's called a COLA, cost of living adjustment. And it is triggered based on the CPI. There's a formula involved in it. It is the highest in 40 years. And I simply said that as I have many times, social security, Medicare, those are defined benefit programs just means that you get the benefits until you die. Doesn't matter how much you paid in. You you receive those until you die. And I've often used Ida Mae Fuller, the very first social security recipient from 1939 as an example. Paid in 22 bucks roughly over a 3-year period and lived uh to, I think, 100, if I'm not mistaken, receive 24,000 out. And I think that just indicates why there's stress on defined benefit programs, especially when you don't have a workforce sufficient enough, sufficiently big enough, paying in enough to cover the outgoing benefits. And I just share this just in form, that... This is why we're in debt. This is why the, so- the uh, Social Security Trust Fund is insolvent and headed for a disaster that nobody will talk about it, and the few that do, they get excoriated. Joe Biden just did it this week. He just took Senators Rick Scott and Ron Johnson to task just because they have both tried to address the issue and say, look, guys, we've got to do something here. And so, I don't begrudge, just to be clear, I don't begrudge anybody making any money, including Social Security. I don't. I want everybody to make all they can. And I want to make sure that government's out of the way to ensure that they have the opportunity to pursue their dreams. I mean, that's embedded in our Declaration of Independence. That was the whole idea of our founding, to get monarchy and tyranny out of the way, and authoritarianism. So, I think this got, I know it got interpreted, my discussion yesterday, as I'm begrudging people this cost of living adjustment. I'm not. I simply pointed out, this is why the trust fund continues to, drive closer to insolvency, because that cost of living adjustment is really not paid for. The theory is, when inflation is uh, raging, that wages go up, thus Social Security contributions go up, that covers the outbound benefits. That's the theory. But wages are clearly not keeping up with inflation, and the workforce is shrinking and it's a problem I'm just pointing out it's a problem so to that I received we received a message on the ceasefire text line now here's the policy and by the way this didn't come from management nobody said hey Gerard here's how you gotta run the text line nobody's ever said a word to me about that that uh, to you no. no no but I just want to share here's generally our policy just so you'll know <laughs> If you send a text and you wish to remain anonymous, we will honor your wish. Right? We receive them all the time. I just want to share this, but please don't tell folks who sent this to you on the air.
4: Yeah, and good rule of thumb is if you don't want your name on the air, but you've already gave us your name, let us know that in the beginning of the message, because if you put it at the bottom of the message, we may have already read the message before we get to you telling us not to. Good point. Correct. We never do it
3: intentionally. <laughs> Correct. So I just want to point out, if you ask us that you want to remain anonymous, we're going to honor that. I can't think of a single case where we haven't, Rhino. And we get more than people would probably believe.
6: And,
4: and with the six-second delay, I usually can catch it over the air. But that's we are right. streaming, and it doesn't affect the streaming. Good point. Because we don't have to worry about the FCC with the streaming. That's right. So I want you to know that. But, if you don't tell us that,
3: it's fair game. You're sending to a text line that is read and consumed and operated by a statewide radio network. That's what it's here for. It's a great tool, by the way. I hope you enjoy it. We do. So yesterday, I received one. Now, as you guys know, some people will identify themselves uh, in their text. And when they do, often we will update that, just like you do on your works just like your phone. You get a, a text from a number that you haven't stored in your contacts. Every time you receive text or the, or the text thread, it's just attached to that number. No name. No, because it doesn't correspond to anything in your contacts. It works the same way. When we get your name and you want us to, we update that in the database, in the contact list. And therefore, we can refer to you by your name. That's what you hear. When we don't, and we try to, I certainly do. I know you do, too, Rhino. Every time it comes from a named listener, we'll recite their name. That's why it's there, so people know who we're talking about. This particular person, it's fine, didn't identify themselves, and that's cool, too, if you don't want to. You just want to send us your send the text without identifying yourself. That's fine. No issue. So all we have is the phone number, and I'm not going to repeat, we'd never share the phone number, never. No. So, in response to that discussion about Social Security, where I was just trying to point out why it's broke, it's just, it's, it's, it was badly constructed, and it was short-sighted 60 years ago when this thing was created. Multiple how more than that, 80 take, years ago.
4: You can't take anybody seriously that attacks the people trying to bring it up and start the conversation.
3: So, here's what they said. I need that raise. If you were on SSI only, you would understand, but you have money. I like your show, but you're wrong. We need it. I never said anything about who needed it. It's not even for me to decide who needs. That's what the government, that's where they're wrong. We'll figure out how much taxes you need and can't afford to pay, which is total BS. I hate that. Well, they can afford it. How do you know? How do you know if they can't? You shouldn't, government, even intrude in that area. But the final statement, so it was three texts, I need that raised, blah, blah, blah. Another text, right after that, we needed. And then the final text was, F you, to me. I don't take that seriously. When I see that, it's like, okay, well, you're not a serious person. And I simply responded, you have a nice day. I'm not going to engage in profane laced debate. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to be contentious at that point in the discussion. That's just my policy. I'm not going to apologize for it.
4: But generally, if you've got somebody cursing at you in an argument or debate, you found their red button, which means you win automatically. Yep, that's exactly right.
3: So. Look, I I simply point, am pointing out the financial challenge. That's all. It wasn't a statement about who needs it, who doesn't need it. I'm simply pointing out that you understand this just gets lapped onto the debt. It just advances and pulls forward the, the point at which the trust fund is broke. It's, it is just no interest in addressing it because if you do this is what happens people say "f you now what you want to bet that these same people say I'm a fiscal conservative the government's gotta spend so much money right oh yeah same people Oh, but now when it comes to me I need it I just wanted to share <laughs> how we operate and uh, get that out there as simple as that CCR breaking us out of this segment. We'll come back. We got a lot more to talk about. Stay with us.
2: I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. Every day, I see people in crisis. On the surface, they need a good meal. Deep inside, they need hope. On my best day ever, I can't save anybody. But we each can be a tool God uses to change a life. I want to challenge you. Allow God to use you to help someone else today. Check us out at gatewaymission.org, helping people right here in Jackson, Mississippi.
13: I'm Mason Irby, your Madison County Edward Jones financial advisor. We're all about financial investments, but we also value the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of Madison Central Football on Supertalk Jackson. Call me, Mason Irby, at 601-616-6872 or visit edwardjones.com for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, member SIPC.
2: Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Glockstead or online at binnelson.com.
12: I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with anywhere you might need a bathroom. Because when you gotta go, you gotta go. Please call us at 601-879-3969 or look us up, gottagorentals.com.
11: label bridge builders I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi
14: News. The Beau Rivage Casino on the coast already has on site sports betting. Brandon Dardo is the president and COO of MGM Resorts Southeast
1: Group. Almost 50% of all of our wagers are now taken on a mobile device while sitting in the sports bet. Wow. So, uh, wow. you know, de- de- definitely a lot of interest in
14: that. Under current state law, you have to be on the property to do it, but lawmakers are expected to take up legislation in the upcoming session to open that up across the
1: state. Definitely with that, look, it's happening today. Um, I, you know, I I, I not wager inside of our sportsbook, uh, and so, um, I, you know, I go to others to do that, and, and I'll be sitting watching a game, and, and I'll see people actually placing a wager uh, on on, a, on an illegal sportsbook book website, right? I mean, it, it's already here, uh, whether, whether we believe it is or not.
14: Dardo thinks it's only a matter of time before that's approved.
15: Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Every day, be sure to catch the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, greatness starts with the 2023 Ford F-150. Winning requires the right game plan, like the impressive towing and payload you will only find in the 2023 Ford F-150 truck. No wonder Ford F-Series are America's best-selling trucks 45 years straight. Visit your local Mississippi Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com for details. And don't miss the college football fix.
0: Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Welcome, welcome to our shop On Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, now you have a good one.
11: As free as a bird.
3: everyone midday super top mississippi thank you so much for being with us today thank you for indulging my explanation there just just wanted to pass that along jerry in waynesboro says most people don't understand that the tax held out for social Security is not for them but for grandpa on the porch you got to look over your shoulder to see where yours will be coming from that is correct it is a pay-as-you-go system it is designed that way It is a defined benefit plan. Malcolm from Tishomingo, thank you, Gerard and Rhino, for what y'all do on the show to get the truth out about everything that's going on, both good and bad. I wish all media around would do the same. It's very refreshing to listen to the truth and not all the other BS the rest put out there. Thanks again. Keep it up. Appreciate that, Malcolm. And like we said the other day, if, uh, if we say something that you can refute and you've got credible, substantiated evidence to refute it, please pass it on. Because we're okay with admitting we're wrong. I'm fine with that. I will admit that we make mistakes. I do. I had an issue yesterday with the... um
4: I gave Mr. Robinson the character from Saturday Night Live credit for Mr. (laughs) Roger's statement at one point. So yeah, mistakes happen. (laughs)
3: That's right. Oh, the humanity on that one, huh? <laughs> uh, but look, check us now. I'm going to talk along those lines. Thank you for that, Malcolm. There were some folks that are talking about rating of the Social Security Trust Fund. I, this is a widely believed misconception, total myth that I'm going to go through here. But, but. Received a text here on the text line. Uh, I don't know. There's a couple of others here. It's two or three. And, and we get this regularly. And I, I don't want to make the whole dead gum show about Social Security. I felt like we did that yesterday. It's in the news because of the big raise coming up. That's the main thing. And you're not hearing a lot about it. But, okay, so in accordance with law. This is how it works. Social Security collects money. That's all that money you pay in on your um, paychecks and Social Security pays it out. It's all the people that receive benefits. And so, just think about it like your checkbook. you got the money coming in, the money going out. Whatever comes in, in excess of what goes out, by law, is loaned, loaned to the U.S. Treasury. It is debt on the balance sheet. This is what Normally comes as a shock to folks, Rhino. We owe $31 trillion. That's our debt. Most people think, oh yeah, we owe all that to China. You went and asked any average person on the street, who do we owe that money to? It's China. I checked it. This morning, the balances. Now under a trillion is owed to China. Now that's not chicken feed, but it's less than 3%. Guess who we owe the most to? Social Security. 2.7 trillion. But guess how that works? Every single day those bonds are called S-bonds, special bonds, all in accordance with law. For 60 years it's been like this. The excess is loaned to the US Treasury. The Treasury pays the bills. The Social Security Trust Fund redeems the principal daily of those loans, of those bonds. And it also receives interest. That is the interest is how Social Security invests in the excess, in the surplus of revenue over expenses. Not one dime ever in the history, I'm gonna say it again, not one penny, not one centilla ever. Has been defaulted. Every single penny has been paid back for decades. Their short term bonds, they roll off. The Social Security Trust Fund loans more. We pay the interest, redeem the principal at maturity, they roll off. It just keeps rotating. That's just to have an investment. Now you say, well, why don't Social Security invest in? in stock, the stock market, and, and corporate bonds, because those are considered risky investments. Sure are today, <laughs> watching the Dow. The law doesn't permit that. The only party that Social Security can loan money to when it has this excess on its balance sheet is the U.S. Treasury, the taxpayers backed by the full faith and credit of the United States. Now, here's the deal. If ever there were a missed payment, a default, on any of those S-bonds, I contend the entire global economy collapses that day. Because that means the U.S. can't pay its bills. Now, think about that for a second. U.S. can't pay its bills? The rest of the world tanks. And we go down with it. Ain't going to happen. Has never happened. So we need to debate the issues with our fiscal and monetary problems in this country. But please, please get off this this issue of, well, the Congress, they they stole all the money from Social Security. It's just not true. 100%
4: categorically false. Not true. Loaned. Key word, loaned. Now would it be nice if we had spending under control where we didn't have to take that loan?
3: Correct. Agree. Now, it means we'd have to change the law, because the idea is to produce interest revenue for Social Security. Right. What would be nice is if, okay, yeah, we pay on that principal and we pay that interest without having to go borrow other money, because that's what's happening. That's what creates the deficit and the debt. We're just... it's a shell game. We're just moving it around. And that's why when this issue comes up of, well, the taxpayers are going to have to pay for that. Not really. We just go print more money. That's the sad thing. And it's, it's a sick, broken system. It's why we're $31 trillion in debt. By the way, we were sitting at about 19 and change before the pandemic. 19 and change. That's how much it's ballooned in three years because the government saw fit to shut the whole damn economy down and send money out in helicopters. Trillions. Nearly ten when you consider all the the bond program uh, operated by the Fed. Not just the bills that passed Congress, the six trillion or whatever the hell it was that past Congress, COVID relief. Not just that, but you got to think about all the other money that the Fed printed, the Treasury printed. The Fed then buys bonds from banks to increase liquidity in the system. That, too, adds to our debt. And that's why the Fed, they essentially have two tools to address inflation. And their their charter, by the way, is is to maximize employment and stabilize money. That's their charter. And they got two tools to do that. Bond buying, so-called quantitative easing or quantitative tightening when they, they shrink their balance sheet and they let the bonds term out. That's what's happening right now. Not fast enough in my view. And then they have the Fed funds rate. They have two tools. That's it. And it's a it's a big question right now as to whether or not the main tool that they're utilizing, which is increasing interest rates, is going to result in curing this inflation. But I'm telling you, people around this country are speaking up more and more, and it should be front and center, and if the Republicans, I think, really want to succeed in the midterms, they just absolutely pound on this issue. Poll after poll here recently that this is the number one issue to Americans. Who could forget? James Carville running Clinton campaign back in the late 90's. It's the economy, stupid. Who who could forget that? So true. So profound. Hasn't changed. Hasn't changed one iota. And what are the Democrats doing in the meantime? Completely downplaying this issue. No! It's not an issue. So what happens yesterday? While Americans are struggling to put gas in their car and food on the table, what does Joe Biden do? He hosts a United We Stand Summit at the White House, and he and Vice President Harris consume the summit with denouncing MAGA Republicans. So MAGA Republicans, they want to end democracy. They embrace hate and violence. Is that what people are most worried about? Hate crimes in the United States surged in 2020. Guess who was a victim? Karen Bass, running for mayor in Los Angeles. She's a vi- She was a big defunded police proponent. Now she got robbed. Now she's calling for more police. What a damn hypocrite. Unbelievable. Final segment coming up in the Element Wealth Studios on middays after this break.
2: always score big when you shop your home team, Mazda of Jackson. You'll feel like you just scored a touchdown with the deals you'll get on every new Mazda in stock. Get Super low 1.9% financing for 36 months on new 2022 Mazda CX-9s. Get 2.49% financing for 36 months on new 2022 Mazda CX-5s. And get 2.49% financing for 36 months on the all-new 2023 Mazda CX-50. Buy a new Mazda, and Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Shop right now at MazdaJackson.com. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile warranty. Have a trade-in? Bring it in. And we'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a vehicle from us. And remember, 100 percent credit approval is our number one goal come score big at Must Jackson where nobody walks away because everybody saves our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I 55 Frontage Road North in Jackson call 991-2222 today must with proof credit on select model CD for details do you suffer from
16: daily joint pain capital ortho's team of board-certified fellowship trained orthopedic surgeons are specifically trained to help you say goodbye to joint pain forever with same-day appointments our knowledgeable physicians are here to deliver Immediate and accurate results. Why wait? Don't live with joint pain any longer. Give Capital Ortho a call today at 601 987 8200 or visit CapitalOrtho.com. Let Capital Ortho help you say goodbye to joint pain and get you back to living
17: your best life.
18: This is the opening agri market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was down 400 to 99.29. March cotton was down 400 to 96.15. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, November soybeans were down 9.5 to 14.42 per bushel. January soybeans were down 9 cents to 14.49 per bushel. December corn was down seven and three quarters to six sixty-nine and three quarters per bushel. March corn was down seven and a half to six seventy-five and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, October live cattle was down 40 to 145.22. December live cattle was down 57 to 150.75. October feeder down 75 to one eighty seventeen. November feeder down 80 to 181.97. And at the open, the Dow Jones down 223 points, 30,739. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri News
6: Network. Before heading out in your RV, go through your propane system safety checklist. Take a look at exterior vents and clear away debris and blockage. Check propane cylinders for wear and tear. Inspect all propane appliance connections thoroughly for frays and damage. Make sure your RV has a DC fire extinguisher and propane carbon monoxide and smoke detectors and have the vehicle inspected annually. Remember, always leave repairs to the professionals. Energy for everyone, propane. Visit mspropane.com. That's mspropane.com to learn more.
15: be sure to catch sports talk mississippi your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the magnolia state every day from three until six right here on super talk jackson 97.3 <laughs> properly set all controls before recording
0: all systems crash. the talk that keeps mississippi talking middays with gerard gibbert on super talk mississippi
3: Super Talk Mississippi Middays. That from the movie of the same name. It was a dumb movie that made no sense. But it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I will admit the wife and I saw it at the movie theater. And we were so inspired we had to go disco dancing that night afterwards. <laughs> also a fame from that movie, The Great Donna Summer. Really? Yeah. Starting the movie, was like an aspiring artist, singer. Yeah. Pretty cool. And uh, sang her songs, made her fame, I think, uh, in the wake of that. You know, yesterday...
4: (laughs) Oh, wow. Jeff Goldblum was in that movie.
3: Sure was. And he, like, made no sense, like he always does.
4: That's very Jeff
3: Goldblum. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So um, yesterday, we were talking about the president at the car show. Holding hands with Big Gretchen, Governor Gretchen Whitmer of the great state of Michigan. It was so creepy, the video. And when I got out of here, (laughs) you won't believe this one hit me. Where's Perez? (laughs) Benny Mardones. You don't know who that is, do you? No. (laughs) Go look it up. He made a video back in the video era. It was a song. It did quite well. Into the Night. The name of the song. It is a creepy video.
4: It is about the album artwork (laughs) looks unsettling (laughs) at best. So, black shirt, solid white tie, creepy look, long hair. Oh yeah, that's it. So, is he climbing a ladder? Where is he going?
3: I don't know. But into the night, it's basically the lyrics tell the story of him trying to uh, have a relationship. I think with a minor,
4: honestly. Yeah, she's just 16 years old, leave her alone, they say, separated by fools.
3: Well, what's so creepy is there's a scene in there with him and her on a magic carpet (laughs) flying with with the skylight in the background, and it's really bad video, you know, you can just tell it's plugged in there. (laughs) <laughs> it's just creepy. And it made me think of that. Now, that's just weird. I guess that's just how my mind operates. It's biting Big Gretch
4: into the night. <laughs> What's more disconcerting is when you Google it, you type in "Into of the night lyrics, and you sit there and read the lyrics. And then you look over to the About section. You've got artist, Biddy Mardone's yeah. album, Never Run, Never Hide, released 1980. Genres, children's music. <laughs> You can't be serious. I am serious. It says it. Oh, followed but, by pop and rock. I'm
3: thinking the wokesters got a hold of it. Oh gosh, I have to have a little fun there. Um, on the ceasefire text line, Social Security fund's not supposed to be touched. When was it created? Am I wrong on that? Yep. So it's not that it's touched. It's just it's lent. It's lended. I I don't know. How else to ex- explain it? And and it's. I mean it's yes, actually when it was thing. first
4: created, they had no intention of dipping into it like that. Of,
3: of borrowing
4: from it. Right.
3: Right. And the reason
4: is because
3: you had such a an imbalance of the number of people paying in versus the number of people that were receiving benefits out. Just didn't worry about it. it a hundred to one. Now it's one and a half to one. And we're living longer, and we're producing less. I mean, you get why we're where we are, right? We just got fewer people shouldering the bills for all the money going out. It's just simple as that. So, um, in 1964, is when law was enacted allowing Social Security to loan its excess money, which it was sitting on a bunch of back then. Didn't work didn't worry about it. By the way, just. To kind of add to the discussion, you know how much has been loaned? $17.5 billion. The trust fund's $2.7 trillion. It's pe- that's over the 70 years! But at any point in time, go look it up, the, the Treasury has about $2.6 trillion owed to Social Security. It pays on it every single day. And honestly, this was a good move. Because otherwise, that money's just sitting there drawing zero interest. Changing the law to allow it to loan it to the federal government to pay interest on and pay back actually extends the life of it. It's a good thing. But this widely held misconception that the Congress just raided it and that's why it's broke, it's just not true. Please quit talking about it. Don't believe it. Check me out. Go look it up. Go read, as I have, the Social Security Trust Fund financial statements. Go read the laws that put that into place. Go read about S-bonds. It's all on the Treasury's website. All available for the taking. There you go. Thelma Houston. A good one there. You can dance up a storm to that one. We're coming right back after the news here on Middays with Supertalk News Director J.T. Mitchell.
0: Your home for Ole Miss Sports, WFMN, Florida, Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345
19: 8090. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. Migrants flown to Martha's Vineyard on Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' orders are being offered housing at a military base on Massachusetts' Cape Cod. Texas Governor Greg Abbott's been putting migrants on buses and tells Fox since the president and vice president refused to go to the border.
7: We're taking the border to them so they can see the challenges they're opposing to the entire United States of America.
19: President Biden says there's a
9: process to manage these people. Republican officials should not interfere with that process by waging these political stunts. He
19: spoke at the Congressional Hispanic Caucus Institute Gala last night. Today, he meets with the President of South Africa.
1: President Biden is set to discuss the war in Ukraine, trade, and climate, among other issues, with South
19: African President Cyril Ramaphosa. That's Fox's Ryan Smells in Washington. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 338 points. America's listening to Fox News.
14: Garden Mama here, Lakeland Yard and Garden Center has what you're looking for in its full-service nursery and garden center, greenhouse, and garden shop. Meet the professional staff at Lakeland, always ready to help you with trees and shrubs and patio furnishings, tables and cushions for entertaining, as well as pumpkins and pansies, plus soils, mulches, and amendments for your landscape and container plants. Lakeland has seeds and plants for your fall vegetable garden, too. Listen to your mama now. We're growing your way at Lakeland Yard and Garden Center, Lakeland Drive and Airport Road.
11: Seabrook paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit seabrookpaints.com.
14: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Residents in Jackson have clean drinking water again, but MEMA director Steven McCraney says the crisis is far from over.
8: I am on the hook till November the 28th. That's the original disaster date. It's got 60 days from that. But I can also ask the governor to ask for another extension and if if we need to do that with FEMA. And and, and we're sitting here ready and loaded for that. The city of Jackson, Department of Health, EPA, and Corps of Engineers, has assembled a great team on the leadership of the governor to attack this problem, figure out what's really wrong, fix what's really needed in the beginning, repair it, and then look at the long-term solutions And we can gather other funds to be able to come in and do that.
14: The state health department has warned that future boil water alerts may be necessary in some neighborhoods as they continue to make repairs. For the latest on this story, log on to supertalk.fm.
11: From the ground up, from the grassroots, That's how we began in 1922, and that's how we do things today. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. 100 years of farming, ranching, and supporting our 180,000 member families. From our state capital in Jackson to our nation's capital in Washington, D.C. Creating policy, advocating for a better way of life for all Mississippi. We've been there through the tough times when Hurricane Katrina blew ashore. There is
0: extensive damage on U.S. 90.
11: Triumphant times, winning the right to vote to protect private property rights for Mississippians.
14: The midterms are getting close, and it's possible there could be a debate between the Democratic Party nominee for Mississippi's third congressional district and the incumbent. Shawaski Young has apparently challenged Republican Congressman Michael Guest to two debates sometime between October 8th and November 2nd. No word yet on whether or not that will happen. Hundreds of thousands of pickup trucks are being recalled because they could unpark themselves, Jack Callahan reports. Nissan is recalling more than 200,000 pickup trucks in the U.S. because they may not stay
15: where their drivers parked them. A device known as a parking pawl that's supposed to lock the transmission when the vehicles are shifted into park may not always engage properly, potentially allowing the vehicles to roll away. Nissan says it's not aware of any crashes or injuries, but owners of 2020 through 2023 Frontier and Titan pickup trucks urge to set the parking brake until repairs are made.
12: Touchdown! Saturdays in Seaspire Country are sacred. Just ask the Jackson family. Dad's watched every one of his alma mater's games. But now that his daughter's graduated from her school, she doesn't want to miss her team either. Luckily, they've got fanatically fast Seaspire fiber that lets them both stream at the same time, with bandwidth powerful enough to unite a house divided. Oh, come on!
2: Welcome to Seaspire Country, where champions reign
3: We're back with you in the Element Wealth Studios. Go to MyElementWealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. I misspoke. I made a mistake. we was just talking about that earlier. I said the final segment as we went out of the last segment. Final segment for the first hour. Let me add that caveat uh, to it, uh, that qualification, as they say. Uh, out in the legal world. But we are back, and we've got uh, the one and only J.T. Mitchell, Super Top Mississippi News Director, in the Element Well Studios. J.T., good to see you. Likewise. Good to see you, Gerard. How are you? What's happening across the state of Mississippi? The big news, I guess, out of Jackson, right? We got That's exactly
20: water. what I was about to say. The big Go. news is that after 48 days, the Bullwater Notice in Jackson, 48 or shall I say, the most recent Bullwater Notice in Jackson, has been called off. It's yeah. a long time. Mm-hmm. That's affected a lot of people. And um, Governor Reeves made it pretty clear in his press conference yesterday that this is a short-term fix. Yeah, we still have to find that midterm fix, that long-term fix. Those answers are not here yet. Uh, the system is still imperfect. That's ex- the exact adjective he used. Mm-hmm. Don't expect this to be perfect. He did. This is decades he in the making. Um, you know, so the state will continue to work towards all of those further solutions. I guess during the next 113 days. I mean, originally the Department of Health. Uh, a few. It was actually the day after Governor Reeves's declaration of the uh, emergency order. The Department of Health put out their own order, and that's still in effect for 120 days. Uh, so they um, they can ex- extend it if they choose. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's still an issue. There's still some stuff to be fixed there. Senator David Blunt said yesterday, and he's not the only one in the legislature that would like to see a special session come about, um, and let's go and get this thing, you know, knocked out. Because it's been a long time coming, you know?
3: And some of the local restaurateurs, Jeff Good, uh, took to social media, recorded a video yeah, yeah. Where he basically said, hey, after all this time, we finally got water, and the restaurants are reporting they are utilizing the water.
20: Yeah, and you know, it's been interesting hearing from these restaurant guys, yeah. hearing from Jeff, hearing from Alex Eden. Yep, who um, we had on the show. Right. Manship. You probably, he owns Manship as well as Aplos. Um, you probably recall him saying that, you know, we've been dealing with water issues for a long time. Um, and I worked to be proactive to deal with those water issues. And I never really heard anything from the city in terms of what they can do to help, but when the state stepped in, it feels like the Department of Health was immediately knocking on my door asking what they can do to help.
3: Yeah, and and of course it is a statute code, state code, that uh, authorizes the Department of Health to step in because it is charged with ensuring that citizens of Mississippi have clean, safe, pure drinking water. No
20: and doubt. And it's assuring to see them trying to work yeah. hand in hand with the people that are the I most agree. affected. Uh, the water distribution process has been a beautiful thing to watch. People coming in from all states, all different organizations, um, professional sports teams, celebrities, whatever, to try to help. That's been great. By the way, those distribution sites will close on Saturday. Okay, um, You know, and they're trying to put together some money to get this thing fixed. That's why people want a, session, a special session. Uh, in case some of the listeners missed it, um, the city council voted last week to put all of the remaining ARPA funds towards this water and sewage issue.
3: Well, I think they. it was reported that they'd spent 17 of the 42 they got. Well, they I don't need, know exactly. Yeah. But that, I think for qualified purposes, but hard to believe anything would be a higher priority than this.
20: I can't imagine one
3: either. Well, um, here's the question before you go any further on that. Are you aware, have you, have you received any notification that the city has submitted its plan to the to the DEQ to receive the matching state funds? I'm not aware yet. Because when when Senator Horn was here last week, he said that it, at that point in time, which was about seven or eight days into it, uh, no plan had been submitted.
20: Hasn't that been the general consensus thus far? Is we need
3: a plan. Yeah, <laughs> and you got till September 30th, right, uh, to uh, get your money uh, from the grant program.
20: But it is nice to see at least one step has been made. Um, residents of Jackson, including myself, we do have. <clears throat> Clean water. Um, By the way, with uh, air quotations, those living in Jackson, you are advised to run faucets for three to four minutes before using or consuming that water. Run your dishwashers through one or two cycles, just in case. Check your water filters and avoid ingesting water
3: from water heaters. So the governor also... Said, and I'm, I'm going to quote here, if that's okay, to the residents of Jackson, this is the governor speaking, I would simply say, I don't think it's very likely that the city is going to operate the water system in the city of Jackson anytime soon, if ever. Right. That, that wasn't received too well by city leadership understandably I mean, so right?
20: <laughs> I just encourage anybody to look so, at the timeline
3: yeah you know the the uh, and I don't want to get off into the rant here on this because it's a it's a debate we could have for the rest of the show one of the concerns I have is does that mean the state now is going to assume financial responsibility for the system because that's expensive yes. We don't have the money to we'll take see. yeah
20: I saw uh, to kind of what else it's not a funny situation no at all I mean I live in Jackson born and raised here um, but a little comical light, I saw somebody put on Twitter yesterday that they want to see um, Mayor Lumumba and Governor Reeves drink a glass first. <laughs> uh.
3: <laughs> I think the mayor issued that challenge to restaurateur Jeff Good at some point in the past. Oh, the water's fine. I'm drinking it, and it you know. And the, and the Jeff said, "No, it's not." So you so, remember that Rhino? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
20: Yeah, you know, these press conferences, just covering them and seeing all the different comments from different leaders, different people about the water situation has been a trip. But we'll move on a little bit from it. So um, I guess it was two weeks ago, um, the Monday prior to Labor Day, when the declaration was declared by Governor Reeves, and it just felt like hell broke loose that week in terms of the news. Um, And then that Saturday, the uh, guy in Tupelo, Corey Patterson, stole the airplane Um, early, early Saturday morning, and he threatened to crash it into the local Walmart. Right, in Tupelo. Right, in Tupelo. And so yesterday he uh, appeared in court, and he's been charged with the federal crimes of destruction of an aircraft, as well as making threats involving uh, the destruction of said aircraft. So that total is about 25 years. Wow. Scary situation, but, uh, you know... Uh, whoever was involved with all that, great job in terms of talking him down, and nobody was injured, including no doubt. himself. No doubt.
3: Touch and go there.
20: Right. Um, and then college football started that weekend. It was a busy week of news. Um, so earlier this week, um, one of this radio station's favorite uh, country music groups, Chapel Heart, they come on all the time. They finished top five in America's Got Talent. They, did. Um, they had an amazing run. They described it as a uh, hug from the world because... Literally, even though they didn't win, um, just all of the national attention they got has boosted them in the right direction. They uh, they went to Nashville yesterday. They were packing their bags when uh, Rebecca spoke to them. Yeah, and they finished number five out of the top five. Um, and that was on. Uh, Wednesday night when that was announced, but just think about the four months in terms of this whole experience. First off, they have their auditions. They can't tell anybody about their auditions because they haven't aired yet, but the auditions blew away everybody, especially Simon Cowell. Um, Within those four months they have uh, garnered a number one spot on iTunes. They've been publicly praised by the likes of Dolly Parton. Uh, They've been invited to perform at the Grand Ole Opry, which is actually this Saturday. Yeah. Um, They're going to be on Darius Rucker's next album. You know, the world's just. That's bizarre. Yeah, it's been great to see. Um, So they performed this Saturday at the Grand Ole Opry, and they are in Nashville. Last time we talked to them, and they gave us a little exclusive update yesterday that. The, single, the first single with Darius Rucker and them will be released at the end of this month. Okay. Yeah. So I'm really proud of them. It's been a joy covering they them. They have bought, uh, a lot of honor to the state of Mississippi, I believe. And I don't mind working the nights that they're performing. It's you know, cool. It's not, it's not, it doesn't feel like work covering yeah. them. So shout out to Chapel Heart. Um, man, that was just amazing to watch. So we'll roll over to a little bit of a health update. Okay. Um, Starting with monkeypox, Mississippi has seen a total of 58 cases thus far. Mm. Vaccines are available um, to eligible individuals. You can find all those guidelines on supertalk.fm. You can find where to go to get a vaccine if need be. Mm. All that good stuff. Um, Some good news in the health world is that according to the head of the World Health Organization, Dr. Tedros Adonam Gabriel says he said that the end of the pandemic is in sight.
3: Yeah, that's, that's what good. same. Yeah,
20: March of 2020 was uh, that would be twi- that'd be 30 months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a long time ago, and we're finally seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, so, as of last week's numbers, the number of weekly reported deaths was the lowest since March of 2020. That was when it was officially declared a pandemic. January is when the first case was reported by the WHO. First case, I believe, found somewhere in November. But it's great to hear. You know, this is that's changed the world. No doubt about it. So we're nearing the end there. Um, we got a big weekend of sports coming up as well. Um, Two thirty tomorrow, Ole Miss at Georgia Tech in Atlanta head coach Lane Kiffin has still not announced starting quarterback. He probably <laughs> will not announce a starting quarterback you're right. until minutes before the game when he's talking to the broadcast crew. State at LSU. Um, we got State at LSU. That will be 5 o'clock. Everybody remembers what happened last time Mike Leach was in Death Valley. We gotta go. His <laughs> butt kicking. And then 6 o'clock, USM will get their first win against FCS opponent Northwestern State. Appreciate it, JT. Yep, thanks, Look George.
7: Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the tractor store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts 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 with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland. Hi, my name is Jason Murta, and I'm a realtor at Four Corner Properties. We specialize in recreational, agricultural, hunting, and timberland, as well as 1031 exchanges, investment properties, commercial and residential homes. Right now, one of the top investments is real estate. So give me a call today, and I will help you find that perfect piece of property or your next dream home at 769-666-9815 or 601-952-2828 and ask for Jason.
13: I'm Mason Irby, your Madison County Edward Jones financial advisor. We're all about financial investments, but we also value the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of Madison Central Football on Supertalk Jackson. Call me, Mason Irby, at 601-616-6872 or visit edwardjones.com for all your investment needs. Edward Jones member SIPC.
1: Spillway Diner known for its great breakfast and lunch is now open till 8 p.m. featuring a new special each night Monday enjoy all-you-can-eat breakfast Tuesday half price blue plates Wednesday it's dollar wing night with 14 flavors to choose from Thursday all-you-can-eat fish fillets and on Friday and Saturday enjoy a juicy sirloin ribeye or filet served with baked potato roll or Texas toast and a drink Spillway diners all-you can-eat special feature menu is dine-in only no sharing find them on Facebook for
12: Madison Sellers on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center.
2: Hello, here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson, ninety-seven point three. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. We're rolling. Hit it. Go.
10: Lay it.
0: Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: We are back in the Element Wealth Studios with Midday Super Talk Mississippi on this.
4: Friday, y'all. The great
3: Don Henley. Is that us? Are we the dirty laundry people? (laughs)
4: Only sometimes.
3: Okay. Uh, I have received a couple of questions. D in West Point wanted to know what's going on with the welfare scandal with respect to former Governor Phil Bryant football great Brett Favre. You know, at this point, there's uh, a lot of reports going out. There have been uh, disclosures of text exchanges between the two and others. And, you know, we're just waiting to see what develops. Lots of stories. There's no doubt that there are people, I think, who want uh, a pound of flesh. I think that's pretty evident, and they'd like nothing more than to see something come of this uh, in a very negative way for the former governor in particular.
4: I mean, why else would a one-question interview from the FBI get so much attention?
3: Correct. That's exactly what happened, too. So, you know, I, uh, I just don't, I'm not prepared to comment or opine on something with such little definitive information at this point. Now, look, this is no secret. This is all over the national news now, across the spectrum of news, uh, because of the parties involved. They're notable, high-level figures. Whether or not this rises to the level of charges, don't know at this point. We'll just have to wait and see. I mean, there are other parties involved that have been charged. Oh, yeah. and awaiting their fate, right? There's no secret there. But, you know, this once again, I think, just illustrates something that we've said many, many times on the program, is where there's big government money, there's big fraud, waste, and abuse. And that one, unfortunately, the way it's structured, it's just a big old dang slush fund. And it's it's subject to that. Shad White talks a lot about opportunity. And by the way, that's they teach you that in audit class. I learned that 40 years ago, you know, that uh, you've got to do everything you can in designing systems that involve the handling of assets to avoid opportunity. Just, you know, unfortunately, when people start thinking about committing some sort of crime and helping themselves when it's accessible and there's an opportunity and it's available and it could be done rather easily there's just more of a tendency to see things go south there and it is also incumbent upon the auditor as I know he does as do private sector auditors private CPA firms public accounting firms you know part of their scope is to analyze the separation of duties and the controls in place. Call it internal control. I mean, you learn about that in Accounting 101, and their job is to, is to uh, really examine that closely and report to management. Besides just preparing financial statements and signing off on them, their job is to note any potential issues that they see with internal control and point that out to management and, and more importantly, third parties that use that report to make financial, transactional business decisions. Banks, insurance companies, investors, other potential business partners. So, the problem is when you have small organizations, you've got limited number of staff, and it's extremely difficult to establish the sort of optimum model of separation of duties where one person ends up doing the duties that multiple people should be doing and that therefore produces opportunity it's the way
4: it works anyhow
3: we'll be tracking that and seeing where all that goes
4: so you've had the Jackson water crisis in the national news you've had the welfare fraud story in the news and you've had the September 11th shooting in Tupelo that's right execution style shooting during a burglary in the, store. And the videos made it international news
3: yeah not not the best uh not not the best light that the state is being showcased in there for sure Needs some something good to happen Uh well, a job of heart it's a good one but we'd like to see something better i mean and look the whole water deal it's not over you know that. And the governor knows that. And so, by the way, J.T. was exactly right. That is what the governor explained. I think his terminology was intermediate and long-term, if I'm not mistaken, when he addressed the issue and said, yeah, we, we're we focused on the intermediate solution right now, but we know that there's also a long-term need, no doubt. Senator David Blunt on, uh, with Paul earlier this week, he's calling for, as J.T. said, the governor to call a special session, but for what exactly? To write a check? I mean does it make sense to do that? I mean it's a serious question and I think the senator and I don't agree on a lot, and that's fine, but we always have I think a productive, respectful, civil discussion. I think he would agree. But I would just ask him, does it make sense to do that when you consider that right now there's a grant available to the city that requires a simple task, I think, of submitting a plan that they've known about for six months. And here we are half into the month in which those plans can be submitted the present month. And there's nothing and yeah,
4: I think, there's no point in the state spending money on a special session when the work can still be done without a special session, especially if the city government can't even hold up a fraction of their end. Exactly.
3: And it's reported that the concern the mayor has and the hesitation, the reluctance on his part is there might be some oversight. Oh, really? Well, I think at a minimum there should be, and I've discussed how I think that ought to work with a third party appointed panel in place, a well-designed panel that oversees the A-to-Z process, everything. We had Representative Fred Shanks on the program talking about the the broken uh, procurement model, which I started talking about a few weeks ago, like, until you fix that procurement process, not sure you got a chance. And, by the way, it's not just the city of Jackson. That procurement model, that a- approach to providing favorable treatment to minorities and minority-owned businesses in procurement, it's pervasive in this country. As a matter of fact, I caught a report just this morning. Ohio State University, the Ohio State University as they'd like to be known, right? They are... They are looking to embed diversity, equity, and inclusion in every aspect of campus life and university operations. So here's what they say. A commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion has no finish line. It's
4: a 15-page, 16-page report. Basically what they're saying is, no matter what you do, it's not enough. That's correct. The report is
3: organized into 15, quote, grand challenges, end quote, articulating DEI goals in areas including admissions and enrollment, teaching methods and curriculum, and recruitment and retention of staff from minority groups. So, all right, here we go. Speaking about procurement, the task force is calling on the university to restructure its budget to buy more products and services for minority-owned companies. It recommends, quote, each unit with purchasing authority should provide as a component of its annual diversity plan, a plan and timeline to establish goals and substantially increase its external purchasing from minority vendors. So once again, it's not about the quality, the value, the performance, the experience, the qualifications, it's about the color of your skin. How could that not be construed as discrimination? What is that achieving? Where's the motivation to be better? To be to beat your competitors because you're better, you're more innovative. But what about feelings? Oh, jeez. That crap's killing this country. This is more evidence of the march to mediocrity. Plain and simple. Mm. We're coming right back here in the Element Well Studios. We got half an hour, and then a Dr. Catherine panel will be on the program after the break at the top of the hour.
6: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions, high near 90 degrees. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 68. Your Saturday rolls in with sunny skies, high near 91. Saturday evening, clear skies, low around 70. And for your Sunday, much the same, sunny skies, high near 91. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com.
10: At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th (laughs) year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com.
16: Ever feel like making an appointment with your doctor takes a lot of time, only to feel rushed through the actual appointment? Avoid the hassle at Capital Ortho, where our board certified, fellowship trained orthopedic surgeons are waiting to treat you immediately with one on one professional and personal patient care. Both you and your time matter to the staff at Capital Ortho. To schedule your same day appointment, call 601 987 8200 or visit CapitalOrtho.com.
14: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Residents in Jackson have clean drinking water again, but MEMA director Steven McCraney says the crisis is far from over.
8: I am on the hook till November the 28th. That's the original disaster date. It's got 60 days from that, but I can also ask the governor to ask for another extension and if if we need to do that with FEMA and, and we're sitting here ready and loaded for that. The city of Jackson, Department of Health, EPA, and Corps of Engineers has assembled a great team on the leadership of the governor to attack this problem, figure out what's really wrong, fix what's really needed in the beginning, repair it, and then look at the long-term solutions and we can gather other funds to be able to come in and do that.
14: The state health department has warned that future boil water alerts may be necessary in some neighborhoods as they continue to make repairs. For the latest on this story, log on to supertalk.fm.
5: Swing into the Sanderson Farms Championship for a good time and a great way to give back. Proceeds from the championship are donated to Children's of Mississippi to support the nearly 180,000 patient visits each year. Last year, $1.5 million were raised for Children's of Mississippi and more than $300,000 were raised for over 60 additional Mississippi charities. So join us for the Sanderson Farms Championship September 26th through October 2nd at the Country Club of Jackson.
3: everyone middays from the element well studios the iPhone 14 out today out today lines all over the place look watching right now New York City long line the good news for Apple is a lot of folks haven't upgraded still carrying around a lot of old phones and investors like that they believe that yeah they're gonna start upgrading so
4: uh, but I think it, my charging port's going to finally make me upgrade within the next six months to a year. <laughs> Still running around with seven.
3: Yeah, I get it. I understand that. Um, Well, so let's see. That's from a text from my wife during the show. Always got to check that. You know how that is. Uh, Neil from McGee. What are you saying here, Neil? Not knocking Chapel Heart at all, but they definitely fit the demographic that Nashville and America is trying to push. My wife and daughter have six songs recorded by Dolly's producer, and they really have a positive message. Just hoping we get signed soon. Just waiting. Our producer is always crazy busy. You know, I, I hear you, Neil, and I certainly hope that a person's physical attributes are not playing into decisions on um selecting artists like this. I I personally think that Chapel Heart is genuinely incredibly talented and they are worthy of all of their success and all of their accolades. And I I'm gonna be positive in uh Believe that it has nothing to do with their demographics.
4: Well, I mean, just look at the reaction of their their debut performance on America's Got Talent and how people were saying there's no way they don't have a, a deal with somebody. Look at their stage presence, look at their professionalism. And that comes from them paying their dues, performing wherever they could for the last few years. that's right and honing their craft. yeah they, they've they've done a lot of legwork to get out there. And to promote themselves, and America's Got Talent just shined a big spotlight on them that allowed it to go even faster.
3: Which is the essentially the purpose of the show. I mean that's yeah. the, that's the premise of the show, right there. It's pretty cool. So, you know, I uh, nobody I think rails more than I feel like than I do, and, I, and sometimes I feel like kind of a lone voice about what I call this march to mediocrity and this. Uh, this focus, this theme that has been embedded into all aspects of society, not just the public sector, but the private sector. Of course, we just talked about Ohio State, the academic community, where probably got traction before anywhere else. But I'm always a little amazed at folks that say, like uh, I had a, a um, exchange in social media I posted something yesterday about um, the FedEx report. Disturbing. And, by the way, the FedEx CEO says that he foresees a global recession in a deep one. I mean, I'm quoting there. And I posted that, and of course, he got... uh, I didn't do it because I wanted a bunch of people to share it. I just do it to inform. I I feel, I don't know, to some degree, kind of compelled and it's been shared like hundreds of times now of course you know what happens then you get like a gazillion friend requests which I'm honored I'm flattered but but so anyhow somebody said well it's so Amazon I reported on Amazon's troubles honestly well that's okay if Amazon goes away they're they're a big woke company well it's not really okay that's not okay I don't like the fact that all of these companies are way too focused on all this social justice crap, not enough on what they should be doing in their swim lane, is making great products and services for society. That's what their role is in society. Not to be a social justice warrior. Seems like it kind of all got started, Rhino, when Major League says, we're not having the All-Star game in Atlanta. It was close to being one of the first. A big organization. They made big news. But, so, here's what I think is being overlooked. It ain't just Amazon. I could sit here and spend the next week talking about the companies in this country that have gone full-throated into this stuff. Every single one of them has created these... Expansive DEI business units and paying people a fortune, internal and external. It's uh, honestly, it served as a catalyst to launch an entirely
4: new industry. No doubt about it. So, if, if that's what wha- kills me is oh, the CEOs make too much money, but you better pay that DEI consultant six figures or you're racist. No doubt about it.
3: Uh, yeah, it's, it's actually seven figures now, not to be argumentative, but I'm seeing contracts that some of these idiots are pulling in, millions. It's an industry, and nobody's going to sneeze at it, not going to question it, because you know what happens if you question it? You get
4: labeled with every ist in the book.
3: Yeah, and <laughs> you'd be drugged through the social media mob, they'd be protesting at your damn house, seriously. So, and so I started sharing, well, with this individual, then, you know, I'm just ready for Amazon because they're so woke, I don't do business with them. Okay, well, don't do business with Home Depot or Delta Airlines or American Express or Visa or MasterCard or every major bank. Just, Walmart, Target. Walmart, Target, right. Walmart, now, you saw they got new policies on abortion, for example. They're paying for all their people to go anywhere they want to get an abortion. They've, been, they've actually expanded they're just short of an abortion for convenience. Now it's almost anything, right, qualifies for the benefit. And you know what? The abortion nuts, they're blasting Walmart for not including abortion for convenience. It's incredible. it's never
4: enough. Never
3: enough. They're offering an abortion benefit. My gosh. And it's not enough. That's not enough. you got to be kidding me. But... Uh, it's across the board. It just is. Across the board. It's every single major corporation in this country. here's what's crazy. You know who the folks that really track this stuff and analyze it and report on it, the company who they say is the worst in terms of their social justice efforts? Facebook. Guess where they're posting that? Facebook. And I'm not sure why folks don't understand. Every character you type is making them money. That's where they get their money from. (laughs) Every time. So you go to Facebook, the most woke company in the country, to criticize other companies for being woke. And you're making Facebook money while you're doing that. Uh, and, And so this individual says, well, they can just all fail as far as I'm concerned. Okay, well, then we all die. Because it's every power company, it's every food company. It, you know it. It is. It's every single one of them. Find me a university that doesn't have a huge focus on this. Find one. You can't.
4: It's um. It's. I was virtu- just reminded of one with where you you might have a safe haven.
3: What's that? Chick fil A. A little bit, you know there's chinks in the armor there though, Rhino. you've seen there you know they they're quite embracing of some of the uh, gender ideology stuff there so maybe, but they no doubt they're uh, relative to others, they're not in that league, but they are an outlier, and I haven't checked, I'm willing to bet they have a DEI unit. What do you think possibly? They may call it something else. I don't know. I could be wrong there, uh, but and of course I think I've shared the story before. <laughs> when uh, when I bought the company in Denver, and uh, the first visit, I had lunch brought in for some of the key staff that I was meeting with. It's like hundred people in that office, and it's three or four that I was meeting with had <laughs> Chick Fil A bought in, and a couple of people really got offended.
4: They brought and those it, people aren't serious people.
3: I know. And they and
4: they were good people
3: and did great work, but they just they saw Chick-fil-A's Christian theme and, and Christian values embedded
4: in in the company. Which goes back to as, what I was saying yesterday. There's really only one party, and they're in control of the Oval Office right now yeah. that has to inject politics into every facet of your life totally if you agree. can't just enjoy a delicious fried chicken sandwich without having to think about politics you've gone too far off the damn deep end unbelievable
3: yeah i i agree with you um uh, casey on the ceasefire text line sent us an article about there there are some efforts uh since troy university there no doubt there are some efforts in this country that have, that are pushing back no doubt but they got a long way to go because a lot has been implemented in a short two and a half three years here but i think people are finally saying enough this is this is garbage no doubt about it i call it the march to mediocrity i really do believe that final segment in this hour coming up next and then dr katherine panel after the news break
10: Cheers.
22: This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaways has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown, High Callaways has a large selection of all your favorite trees, shrubs, and fall color plants. Callaways has large rolls of pine straw, and we offer quantity pricing. Callaways outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery. All 20 to 50% off, and for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmers market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, fall pumpkins, local. Honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High.
16: Everything for home and-
18: this is the midday agri market report. Corteva officials have announced a restructuring plan that aims to simplify its businesses by focusing on developing five core crop groups those being fruits, vegetables, soy, cereals, corn, and rice. The plan also includes laying off about well 5% of the existing staff. Corteva, which was part of the Dow DuPont before it was spun out of the industrial conglomerate in 2019, Said at an investor presentation on Tuesday this week that it's laying off about 5% of its 21,000 personal global workforce. The company is a top supplier to Iowa soybean producers, Brazilian corn operations, and other farmers around the world. The agricultural giant is the latest company to announce its plans to shrink its workforce as costs for labor, raw materials, and transportation pressure businesses. Ford Motor Company said last month they would shed 3,000 jobs, and Goldman Sachs Group also said it's preparing to lay off hundreds of employees. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Supertalk Mississippi Agri-News Network.
21: Please never use gas appliances for purposes which they are not intended. A gas oven should never be used for heating purposes and never store flammable materials inside propane cylinders. The Mississippi Propane Gas Association takes pride in protecting your home or business. We ensure that our products are delivered in compliance with the highest industry safety standards. Plus, we offer free gas checks for our customers. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. This is Jake
20: Mangum, player for the New York Mets organization and former Mississippi State Bulldog. Whether you're playing ball, driving a truck, or working in the yard, safety is everything. You've got to make sure that you're prepared for the worst, but do everything you can to aim for the best. That's why I go with Farm Bureau. They've always kept me ready for anything with exceptional customer service and competitive rates. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team.
12: Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
0: It's so awesome! Middays with Gerard Gibbett. Come on! Let's get on
10: with
0: the show! On Super Talk Mississippi.
3: Back everyone, midday, super talk, Mississippi. We are in the Element Well Studios. Couple of things on the c Spire text line. I can't find the text now, uh, Rhino, but somebody asked about the rainy day fund. What is that for, and how much is in it? So, rainy day funds are are established in a number of state governments, and they're just they're budgetary cushions. And, and different states have uh, statutory usually maximums. Some have minimums, too. In the state of Mississippi, I believe it's 10 percent of the prior year's spending, prior year's general fund spending budget, if I'm not mistaken, which is just under $6 billion. So, um, what, so what happens is that the state uh, has the discretion to fund the rainy day fund up to that 10 percent mark, $600 million. It is there to cover potential shortfalls. So think about it. You put a budget together. It's no different than having a, a rainy day fund, as uh, what's his name? Dave Ramsey talks about. You ought to have, what does he say, three months stuck away? I'm not. Envelopes full of cash. Okay. I'm not a big fan of Dave, honestly. But um, but nonetheless, it's it's the same concept. It's a cushion. And it's because if you think about it, you put a budget together and that budget's based on your forecast of spending just like you do in your house well suppose in your household that's all great until you lost your job now you don't have any income or you got a fraction of it but you still got the bills same deal so you gotta go dip into your savings that's what it's there for it's not for example to go write checks to the city of jackson to fix their water problems i think that's what some of the democrats in the legislature want to do? They haven't come out and said that. I don't want to be misleading there. I haven't not heard anybody say, we just gotta go tap the rainy day fund and write a check to Mayor Labumba. I haven't heard that. But it is true the state has produced surpluses the last couple of years. I personally believe those are coming to an end. Real quick. Simply because of all the indications of a faltering macroeconomy. It's going to bleed into here as well. We're affected a little less because we're not so reliant on any single industry. We don't. Have, the bad news is we don't have a lot of these big industries based here. That's the bad news. It's also the good news because when there's a downturn, it's not like we have FedEx and they just let 500 people go. As an example, you, you typically think about the big manufacturing states where... You know, you the car manufacturers there's a global slowdown or a, a national slowdown, and they start shedding thousands of workers. We typically don't have that. We could see some of that. I pray we don't. But we don't really rise a whole lot when the economy's doing fantastic. We don't really go down. We don't map to it one to one, proportionately. So anyhow, the rainy day fund, that's the purpose. On the ceasefire tax text line, I do like your show and agree with you 99% of the time. (laughs) Appreciate that. Please don't think that when I disagree, it's me being critical of you. That said, I agree that Social Security should invest. I agree that the U.S. government has never defaulted yet. But how long can the U.S. be fiscally irresponsible before it does? What will happen to that debt to Social Security if when the U.S. defaults? Well, yeah, and I'm happy to answer that question. If the U.S., I said it earlier, if the U.S. defaults, if the United States government defaults on really, any of its debt obligations, any, the entire world will collapse. I'm I'm serious. We're all dead when that happens. That's why it won't happen. Well, how do we avoid it from happening? Just keep printing more money? What are the consequences of that 8.5% inflation? We are, I believe, in a period of what's called modern monetary theory, MMT basically says, you don't really have to collect the revenue to pay the bills. You can just print money, and you just have to manage that. But what do they mean by manage? Well, right now, what's happening is the Fed is raising interest rates to make it more expensive to buy stuff, so you won't buy as much. And the expectation is that will inject some degree of balance into the job market, because right now... We still have relatively low unemployment, but the, president, the dumb president runs around boasting about all the jobs created, but never talks about the stupid government shutdowns that shed all the jobs, caused everybody to lose their job. They didn't create squat. It, it's, it's just another disingenuous statement, dishonesty, run amuck, honestly. So that's why we won't default. I mean, I know that's crazy to wrap your head around, but it's not going to happen. And if if it were, China would own the world, literally. And we're likely to all be communists living under Chinese rule, and we probably ain't going to live. It's just simple as that. That's why it's not going to happen. That's why we got to fix this inflationary problem. And there's no interest. None. Zero. I don't think you'll ever see the debt go down. Anybody that's uh, living today will not witness that in their lifetimes. I don't think we'll ever see a situation where we don't produce a budget, at the f- uh, excuse me, a deficit at the federal level. I don't think that's ever going to happen again. What So what happens is we just keep layering on to the debt. We're going to take a break right here. we got the news coming your way, and then Dr. Catherine panel in the Element Well studio stay with us.
0: You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Barone's Tree Pros,
19: 601-345-8090. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Russian President Vladimir Putin says today there's no need to change the military plan in Ukraine and they're not in a hurry. Bodies are being exhumed from a mass grave in a city left behind by retreating Russian troops. According to investigators in the newly liberated a city of Izium, investigators say so far they have discovered more than 400 bodies buried in a forest. Ukrainian prosecutor says some of the signs. Uh, that they've seen in these bodies show signs of torture. Fox's Jeff Paul in Kyiv, Ukraine. People are once again being allowed to line up to see Queen Elizabeth's casket in London for now.
12: British government officials had to temporarily pause new people being added to the line when it got to five miles long. Some had been waiting for 14 hours to file past the Queen's coffin as she lies in state in Westminster Hall.
19: Fox's Tony J. Powers, people waiting are being warned that it's gonna get colder out there the next few nights. America's listening to Fox
2: News.
21: Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where garden mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer. The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland.
5: Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com/benefits.
14: I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to SuperTalk Mississippi News. Clean drinking water has been restored to thousands of residents in Jackson and the surrounding areas, with a boil water advisory coming to an end at one Thursday afternoon. MEMA Director Stephen McCraney says they'll be shutting down National Guard band water distribution sites Saturday at 6.30 p.m.
8: This allows all the logistics to move all of these trucks, uh, uh, all the National Guard to reposition their equipment to get their soldiers back home and, and get on with their regular day jobs and not the, the one that they do when they're responding into a, to a state disaster. So, equivalent all that, that that water to 362 semi-tractor truck, trailers rolling down the highway at one time.
14: The Health Department is warning that future boil water alerts may be necessary in some neighborhoods as repairs are continually made. For more information, log on to supertalk.fm.
10: Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back as Ratchet Entertainment presents Blues Traveler and Government Mule live Saturday, October 22nd. When me this, anyway. Blues Traveler <laughs> with Government <laughs> Mule. Plus Bonneville. Tickets on sale now at TwilightMS.com for Government Mule, Blues Traveler, and Bonneville. Brought to you by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Visit Ridgeland, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group.
14: Coming off of a top five performance on America's Got Talent, Danica Hart of Chapel Hart sat down with us Thursday to talk about the group's run.
5: So it's been like, you know, a throughout process, back and forth process for the last four months, but it all came to the moment last night. And um, we just, I don't know, today we're just so proud and so happy and just to see all that Mississippi has done
14: for us. During the four months Chapel Heart was on America's Got Talent, the group secured a number one spot on iTunes, received public praise from Dolly Pardon, and were joined on stage by Grammy-winning artist Darius Rucker. Next up for Chapel Heart will be a performance at the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville this Saturday, September 17th. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm.
11: From the ground up, from the grassroots. That's how we began in 1922, and that's how we do things today. and Farm Bureau.
15: Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
0: Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply, to think deeply. and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: back everyone hour three midday super talk mississippi live from the element well studios on this friday y'all and uh weather looking really good out there oh yeah heard bob's forecast good for the whole weekend man we're uh we deserve it don't we Seemed like the whole month of August it was like monsoon storms.
4: Yeah, we've suffered the slings and arrows of storms. <laughs> now it's time to enjoy Agree. the sunshine.
3: Joining us now in the Element Well Studios, Dr. Catherine Pannell, a DO and Medical Director of Right Track Medical Group. We wanted to have you in, Dr. Panel, because it is National Addiction Recovery Month. You are a practicing psychiatrist. You deal a lot with this in your practice. Uh, how long has this been around? The National Addiction Recovery Month.
23: Oh gosh, I was actually doing some research before I came on. I think this is this day was established um, in 1989. So I don't know, do the math. So close to you're probably better at math than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So okay.
3: Um, yeah, 33 yep. years. All yep. right. So. Uh, and, and so what's what's the mission? What's the goal of having a National Addiction Recovery Month? What are we trying to call attention here, other than the obvious? But, yeah, I, but, I
23: feel like a lot of times when I come on Super Talk as a psychiatrist, I, I bring a lot of doom and gloom about mental health and overdoses, but I, this this month is a, a month to celebrate. It's to celebrate the 20 million that are in recovery. It's to support those that are trying to get into recovery, and it's just a month to really advocate for funding and awareness for evidence based treatment to to get those that are struggling into recovery
3: have the treatments over this 33 years have they advanced
23: they have um, you know it used to be just either you detoxed on your own and were miserable or you went into detox but there wasn't much after you know your detox there were there are programs but now we have medication assisted treatments which ha- actually help those that are in recovery stay in recovery longer
3: Okay. And, and so is this a drug therapy? For
23: yeah, it, the most part? it is. Medica- it's medications, it's like through buprenorphine or, or other medications that reduce cravings that we've come a long way.
3: And you prescribe that in your practice?
23: I don't personally prescribe buprenorphine. You have to have a specialized certificate for okay. that.
3: Okay. How, how do you go about uh So when you, when you meet with these patients, well, first of all, how the heck do we get them to you in people like you?
23: Well, so, I mean, NAMI is always a great source that you're looking for a provider to see. But once you get in front of me, um, I I do want to take care of the mental health part. About 50% of those with substance use also have a mental health illness, whether it's depression or anxiety, and they're using these substances to cope. Um, They're the Band-Aids. So after having discussions about that and getting them on the treatment necessary for, like, depression and anxiety, I'm there to provide them resources so that they can go to facilities where they get detox and start their recovery process.
3: And uh, are those facilities available in Mississippi?
23: They are. Um, we we need more of them, but they are. There are um, facilities available all over Mississippi.
3: Is there a particular demographic that is uh, more prevalent than others with respect to being vulnerable to drug addiction?
23: Well, addiction and mental illness, you know, it doesn't discriminate, it can affect anybody, but right now, um, as far as like overdose deaths, it is the middle-aged Americans that are overdosing really? more right now. It's the number one cause of death in those between 18 and 34.
3: Do you have a professional opinion on why that's the case?
23: You know, that's a hard time in life. I mean, you're transitioning from being under, you know, your parents' roof where they are able to supply you with food and water, clothes, um, you're financially secure with them, and then you go out into the world and you're not really sure of your identity identity, um, you have financial struggles, and it's just that unknown of what are you going to do with the rest of your life. And hmm. I think, you know, it's the time where you're on your own and first learning how to cope with life. So
3: what's the age range there?
23: Um, I would say about 18 to 34. Okay. Okay.
3: Yeah, so I guess everything kind of comes together at that point where all of a sudden you're you're on your own That's right. and the pressure of that. Um, you know, i, I got to run this by. So I, I've got uh, several physician uh, friends and uh just just uh, um cohorts that say that there is uh they believe that there's like an uh inclination of certain people just in their DNA to be uh more addictive is that is that something you believe in as well
23: i do i very much believe that there is a huge genetic component of addiction yes i mean you can be the first one that has addiction but it it is very um genetically predisposed um You know, you have to be careful. Uh, I have a father who has struggled with addiction. My father in law succumbed to addiction. And knowing that I have a genetic predisposition to that, I'm even more careful. Was that. Possibly an inspiration for you to enter this line of work? Very much an inspiration. Um, Like I said, you know, I did lose my father-in-law to alcohol addiction. And growing up, my father, you know, he had mental illness, but he also struggled with addiction. And this is something that I I don't want any child to have to grow up going through. Or even as an adult, I'm still dealing with it today. So it's what, you know, propels me to continue to advocate for mental health Um, and addiction.
3: So are the therapies and treatments advancing to specifically treat that kind of short circuit there?
23: Yeah, I think we are finally um, talking about it more. I know stigma for for several years has kept people from coming up with new new um, models for therapy or new models for recovery because we just didn't talk about it, but now, thankfully, we are talking about it more. There are more programs. Um, it, recovery is individualized. Everybody has their own individual journey in recovery, and there's programs that are suited for all of those journeys, um, mm-hmm. and like I said, we do, yeah, we have come a long way in medication assisted therapy um, and different ser- therapies directed just for. Addiction.
3: Yeah. Is it uh, – do you kind of categorize the states, the problems in the states, uh, such that certain states have a bigger problem with this than others do? And where do we rank if that's the case?
23: Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I, I don't know where Mississippi ranks. I know that we have a long way to go, especially with addiction treatment, but also in our fentanyl issues as well.
3: Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Uh, but the the big thing is we should we should take uh, I guess some degree of consolation in the recovery and that's what the month's all about. I uh, assume you've personally been involved with people where you've been able to lead them on their way and and get them unhooked and on the right
23: path. That's right, and I think it's important to emphasize that you know recovery is a process. Um, it takes over 50%, at least two tries to get sober and be in recovery, with actually the average being five tries. So hmm. failure is inevitable for all of us in sure. life. Um, yeah. And it should be treated the same way in addiction recovery, that if you fail and you relapse, I mean, it is not a total failure. That is the normal path and just keep going.
3: You see, and I guess you read about, um, just anecdotally I have, situations where there's there's resistance, right? There's hesitation, on the part of the person who is addicted, and then ultimately family steps in, or a loved one steps in, or maybe it's a friend, and they basically compel them. You've been involved
23: in that? I have not individually, I, you know, I've helped my father along the way, but thankfully he at some point did gain insight into the fact that he was an addict and sought help. But yes, very, you know, early on, most people don't like to admit that they have a problem. You know, they're sure. just the social drinker. They're still able to go to work and function. Um, and that's why insight is, you know, the number one first step. You have to say, okay, I'm an addict and then, then you're ready for treatment. You can't really force anybody into treatment until they themselves realize that there is an issue and that they are an addict, they're not going to get any benefit from treatment.
3: You just hope it's not too late at that point. You're right. But in the meantime, lives are being destroyed. Families are being just decimated. That's right. Yeah. So do you, as part of your practice, do you end up maybe counseling or treating other family members
23: yeah and and a lot of times I mean part of you know when someone is ready to enter treatment they'll bring their family along I mean a support system is like the the most important part of your treatment is having a good support system and a lot of times sadly people that are suffering from addiction have run off all of that support and that's not a good indicator of recovery success you have to have that support system so to have someone your family come in and counsel them, let they also are very you know they don't know the process they need to be told about the process and how to support their loved one so yeah I oftentimes see families come in with the individual seeking um, treatment
3: You know, we just enacted a a medical cannabis program here in the state. (laughs) We Uh, did. uh, And uh, just curious about any concerns you may have there. I I mean... You and I have talked about this before. And we
23: could have a whole segment on this. (laughs) Um, I think, you know, initially my concern as a physician, I'm a nerd. I like studies. I like research. There is no good research behind medical marijuana. You know, it's in a category that we can't research it. So, you know, I I don't like saying something's medication unless you can prove through studies that it actually is beneficial without harmful side effects, and we're just not there yet. I also really worry that, you know, by calling marijuana medical, we are giving the perception that it's okay to use marijuana. You know, the youth, they think, okay, well, I can use marijuana. It's medicine. Why not? I mean, we're prescribing it now, so why can't I? I mean, it's safe, and it is not safe overall.
3: Hmm. Do you run into situations where, as is, is you see and hear about all the time, somebody started with that and they progressed on up and it became a big old problem? Heroin yes, and, and I have life. this
23: conversation at least daily I with bet. patients that I, I counsel that I cannot make your depression anxiety better while you're using heavy amounts of marijuana. And we hmm. go back and forth about how you know, they're seeing this in medicine, but it's not long-term. It's just not a treatment for depression and anxiety.
3: Got it. Well, uh, congratulations to the people who have recovered. Let's <laughs> yes, let's that, keep them that way. Right. But yes. most importantly, let's get them the help they need so you guys can fix them. That's right. That's a big thing. Dr. Catherine Pannell has been our guest. We appreciate it.
23: Thank you so much. You
3: got it. Middays will come right back after the break. Stay with us.
6: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions, high near 90 degrees. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 68. Your Saturday rolls in with sunny skies, high near 91. Saturday evening, clear skies, low around 70. And for your Sunday, much the same, sunny skies, high near 91. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile since 1871. For all your dear camp needs, stop by today. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton.
1: Don't let joint pain or a sports injury keep you down. Capital Ortho is ready with a new look, a new name, and the same great care to get you back in the game. 601-987-8200 for all your bone and joint needs. Choose Capital Ortho and get back to living your best life. Hottie Toddy
2: Get in the swing of things at the Sanderson Farms Championship, Mississippi's main course. Join us September 26th through October 2nd at the Country Club of Jackson for Mississippi's PGA Tour events and swing into everything the Sanderson Farms Championship has to offer. Play, party, eat and give. All proceeds go to charities across Mississippi, including Children's of Mississippi. So get in the swing. Visit sandersonfarmschampionship.com for your tickets today.
0: insurance.com.
15: What are the best-dressed homes wearing this fall? Miss Kelly's Furniture. Cozy up to
0: the latest styles, from classic to contemporary, and everything in between. Dress up your home and save as much as $300, and spread your payments out over five years with no money down. Play with patterns, add some drama, or just some finishing touches. With $300 off and five years special financing, updating for fall isn't just easy, it's so much fun. Happy fall, y'all, from Miss Kelly's.
3: Dale. <laughs> That's who's playing the music, by the way, folks. <laughs> what
4: is that like from Yosemite Sam? Bugs Bunny or something? Well, you might know him by his nickname, the King of Surf Guitar.
3: Oh, yeah. Was he, he wasn't in one of those surfing groups like the Ventures or the, was it the Safaris? You remember them? They did Wipeout too, I think. Right. Didn't they?
4: I want to say he worked with uh, The Trashman. Maybe it was just okay. an influence. I know he influenced a lot of the the beach music, like yeah, the, the Beach, beach Boys yeah. and Jan and Dean, yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah.
3: The Ventures, though, they had like five guitars. All very talented. I mean, incredible music.
4: His rendition of Miseruloo, which is the song there, was popularized by uh, its use in one of the Tarantino movies. I want to say it was Pulp Fiction. Okay. Gotcha.
3: Speaking of music, today on In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, you'll hear an interview with Ken Rainey, a longtime radio host, promoter, and friend to many of the legends of country music. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar is presented by VisitMississippi.org. You can hear the show each Thursday and Friday, 1 to 2 P.M. on most Supertalk Mississippi stations, Supertalk FM, and available everywhere. You listen to podcasts and It's Friday. That means high school football, and that's back here on Supertalk Mississippi. We got you covered. You can catch a local game on just about every Super Talk Mississippi station. Plus, you can stream a ton of games and get up-to-the-minute scores from across the entire state by going to supertalk.fm slash high school or by clicking on sports on the Supertalk Mississippi app. Well, watching the markets uh, now down 352. There you go. Not good. Incredible. I really, I I think we're headed to the June lows on the S&P. What's the S&P today? 30, around 3,800, I think. And the June lows were roughly 3,750. Yeah, 30, 3,846 the present reading on the S&P. Oh, man. Um. By the way, speaking of the financial difficulties in this country that many are suffering. More Americans than ever can't afford to pay their electric bill. That a headline from an article published by Bloomberg yesterday. I think they said 20 million? 20 million people? Yeah, more than 20 million American households are delinquent on payment of their utility bills. I wonder how many of those, seriously, are in the city of Jackson. That ain't for, that's not for um, electricity, but it is for water. This going to, uh, according to Bloomberg, that's going to trigger a, quote, tsunami of shutoffs. Wow. That's what Gene Su, a senior attorney at the Center for Biological Diversity, Huh? What is that? That's what they told Bloomberg. Electricity is more expensive, 15%. More expensive than a year ago. No sign of relief in sight. And you know, the gas is even worse. Natural gas. Why aren't we unleashing the abundant supplies of natural gas in this country? Just fathom how silly that is. got states, cities that are banning natural gas connections to new construction at a time when the price of gas is through the roof. That's why they're not making more of it. Not to mention that they're doing everything in their power to, to keep it in the ground. Oh, gosh. I'm watching right now in the studio, by the way, Francis Suarez, the Republican mayor of the city of Miami. Folks, if you had not checked this guy out, I'm telling you, presidential material. He's awesome. And the city of Miami is thriving. But you know what, though, Rhino? That That doesn't really fit the narrative, because it's an Hispanic man that's a Republican
4: and a conservative at that. If I'm not mistaken, he's the first mayor of Miami since the mid-90s that wasn't born in Cuba.
3: That may be right. That's an interesting uh, statistic. But that absolutely could be right. Well, I've seen him speak, and I've written, uh, read some stuff by him. And uh, he's awesome, I'm telling you. He's just no-nonsense, common-sense political leader that I think deserves a look. And I think he's probably going to get it uh but in the meantime we talked yesterday about the railroad workers averting a strike a Biden backed deal he loves those unions you know they're getting 24% raises $5000 bonuses and if i'm not mistaken one of the one of the big squawks grievances by the union was on top of the unbelievable amount of Paid time off they get, they wanted more, so they could they could go to doctor visits, be excused from work for doctor visits without that coming out of their standard block of time off. And if I'm not mistaken, I think I read where they were able to negotiate that they can go to the doctor and it it doesn't ding them whatsoever. Essentially, he says does. Mr. Biden, and this is a win for tens of thousands of rail workers and their dignity, and the dignity of their work. You remember what I said yesterday about incumbency? There's an example. There's a fairly stark example. We're spoiled. We're, it's incredible. Now, I, the workers have a right to negotiate. I'm just saying we're spoiled in this country. So they're back to work. They have yet to uh, execute on the contract, but it is expected that they will. Labor Secretary Marty Walsh hosted the final talks. I don't know. Biden praised Mr. Walsh for his round-the-clock efforts in the rail companies and unions for negotiating in good faith. Yeah, I tell you what, had they not shown up for work today? you think the Dow is looking bad right now? That would have really sent shockwaves through the investment community. But that's where I think we are in this country, and it's um, kind of a sad deal. So, we've been talking somewhat about the adoption of a lot of these social justice narratives across the landscape of this country, and nowhere is it more prevalent than in higher ed. The great virtue signaling. That's all it is. Solves no problem as far as I'm concerned. Casey on the C Spire text line shares one of my twins is at Mississippi State. My daughter's a graphic design major and called last week just to tell me that her drawing teacher gave the class an assignment where they had to read a story about white privilege. Then in class I had to answer a series of questions about what white privilege is, and then she gave them an assignment to draw something that represented white privilege. She talked to every student in the class, including the black and Asian students, and no one agreed with the story or wanted to do the assignment. She said they were all too scared to say anything to the professor. Same thing's happening in corporate America. Most people think it's all BS. Nobody will speak up. The mob will attack you. You know, the tolerant left. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. I'm, I'm sorry to, to hear that, Casey. And it's interesting that on this very same day, I got uh, an old fraternity brother from Ole Miss that sent me text from his son in the NBA program. Similar deal. I had a speaker that come in talking about Biden being the greatest president ever. Now look, here's my feeling on this. I think it's fine... The deal with the privileged stuff, to me, is off limits. That's not an expression of ideas. Colleges, universities should, of course, embrace the concept of the free expression of ideas. But there needs to be balance. And what's happened, rather perniciously, over the decades is, there's no balance. It's just all one. One point of view. Students don't get exposed to multiple point of views. So. I actually asked my fraternity brother who lives in Tennessee, Jackson, Tennessee. I said, "Look, I'd love the opportunity to come speak, just as a counter. I'm not going to come in and do a bash Biden show. No sense in that. But let's just let, let's talk about his policies and and offer a, an alternative opinion and perspective on that. That's what ought to be happening in the classrooms." But compelling people to sign up for white privilege? No. And in fact, if I'm not mistaken, does that not violate the law we recently passed? Pretty sure it does. Think about that, Rhino. Because that law very simply said, and I'm paraphrasing here, but you couldn't hold that one particular demographic was superior to another, right, based on race, gender, and other physical attributes. That kind of sounds to me like that's what's happening there.
4: Yeah, but liberals are above the law. You know that.
3: Oh, shoot. Heck, I forgot that. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Half an hour left on Middays.
14: Why don't you mind your own business?
11: RJ's Outboard Sales and
2: Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington pontoon boats. All powered by
11: Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon. The dealership that's service built. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com
7: to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster.
24: This is Brent Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated. Located in Glutstadt, south of Germantown High, Callaway's has a huge selection of your favorite trees, shrubs, and fall color plants. Callaway's has large rolls of pine straw and we offer quantity pricing. Callaway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery. All 20-50% to 50% off for a limited time free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, fall pumpkins, local honey, jellies, jams and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce 7 days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Calloway's has bulk soil for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown Island.
14: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Clean drinking water has been restored to thousands of residents in Jackson and the surrounding areas, with the boil water advisory coming to an end at one Thursday afternoon. MEMA Director Stephen McRaney says they'll be shutting down National Guard manned water distribution sites Saturday at 6.30 p.m.
8: This allows all the logistics to move all of these trucks, uh, uh, all the National Guard to reposition their equipment to get their Soldiers back home and, and get on with their regular day jobs and not the, the one that they do when they're responding into a, to a state disaster. So, they equivalent all that, that, that water to 362 semi tractor truck trailers were rolling down the highway at one time.
14: The health department is warning that future boil water alerts may be necessary in some neighborhoods as repairs are continually made. For more information, log on to supertalk.fm.
0: Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Whether you're looking to learn a trade or expand your skills, contact MCEF today.
15: Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Every day, be sure to catch the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, greatness starts with the 2023 Ford F-150. Winning requires the right game plan, like the impressive towing and payload you will only find in the 2023 Ford F-150 truck. No wonder Ford F-Series are America's best-selling trucks 45 years straight. Visit your local Mississippi Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com for details. And don't miss the college football fix.
12: Looking for something fun you and your family can do this weekend? Join Rebecca Turner every Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m. during Good Things to learn more about statewide events and happenings. Sponsored by the Mississippi Main Street Association.
3: everyone, to Middays. Boy, I used to spend some time trying to master those licks on the drums. Danny Seraphin on the kit for Chicago. And, of course, the great hi-hat combination on 25 or 6 to 4. How good is that? Wow. Awesome. Appreciate that music there. So, I was just sharing uh, a little personal story about a fraternity brother who talked about his son being in a class where at Ole Miss, where the professor had a speaker come in and was just singing the praises of Joe, and I want to say he said they also got into some of the transgender stuff. And, and look, that's that's fine. Having people come in and, and espouse their views and positions, that's what college is all about, in my view. You just got to have balance. That's all. Let And let the students make their mind up.
4: It's kind of hard to do that when you have an angry mob threatening violence if you have a conservative speaker come onto most campuses. And there are countless of
3: such stories, right, where they've shouted them down. You've seen that.
4: Spit on them, thrown stuff on them.
3: Yeah. Protested the uh, college administration for even allowing them on the campus. Oh, and they'll have, you know, the safe
4: spaces
3: where they all sit around and cry because somebody's coming on that.
4: Because like them, their ideology is very fragile. I say again, it's incumbency because they got it too damn easy. They got it too easy.
3: I really do believe that. I, I'm, I'm, getting more convinced of it every day. So, question was asked. I just simply offered to my my fraternity brother, look, I would love to have the opportunity just to counter, just to speak from the perspective of. A capitalist, uh, someone who believes in limited government, lower taxes, less regulation, the the opportunity and uh, the promise and the value of private enterprise. What's got what got us here? What what created this incumbency? This easy life, relatively speaking, that we have. But all we get out of the left is how terrible everything is. Are you kidding me? Unbelievable. And you know they say that from Martha's Vineyard, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's where that comes
4: from. Raising almost $40,000 on a GoFundMe for the migrants that have now been shipped off on buses. Isn't that kidnapping? Isn't that what they're screaming? Yeah, that's that's what
3: uh, Newsom wants to charge DeSantis with. Kidnapping.
4: So are they going to charge the Massachusetts National Guard for kidnapping when they showed up to take the migrants to the Army base?
3: (laughs) You know, I'm no lawyer here, and I don't really, I I don't profess to know the laws to what constitutes kidnapping. But I got this feeling that putting them on luxury jets with food and water, that's what they're doing. Abbott is? Or these air-conditioned buses? With all the amenities? Is that kidnapping? For some reason, I don't think it is. What am I missing there? I think about Silence of the Lambs when I think
4: about kidnapping. And they're losing their minds over 50 migrants being sent to Martha's Vineyard, yet there was maybe a 24-hour news cycle over the 53 migrants that died in the back of a trailer. So true.
3: Why don't they get that? They, they talk about how humane it is. You put them on an airplane with food and water and air conditioning, gave them clothes. Oh, but it's not humane to encourage them. And by the way, you've seen reports now of people at the border that are, that are interviewing these migrants and saying, yeah, we were told, just come on. It's wide open. No consequences. And they go through this harrowing trip, many of whom don't make it die. Women, children, who get abused and raped.
4: With coyotes leaving little kids out in the desert just because, well, your money ran out.
3: Right. But it's humane to put them on an airplane and a bus and ship them to Martha's Vineyard.
4: Oh, you've got idiots on the left, especially from Hollywood, likening it to everything from the Holocaust to internment camps. I've seen that. The Holocaust. Really. Oh, my gosh. So anyhow,
3: in response, it's from my fraternity brother's son, who's in the program. By the way, Dr. Syree, who runs the B-Skills, fantastic person. Very logical, level-headed, I think mostly, I would say, on his views, having known him, conservative person. So this is a third-party speaker. I'm simply saying that not just at Ole Miss, but across all of our college campuses, what is missing is balance. And they've got the students so dang indoctrinated, like you said, they, to the point they've demonized everybody that the professor have and the administration that doesn't align with their twisted leftist logic, Marxist logic, that when they attempt to come maybe inform them and provide a different point of view, they shout them down, they protest, sometimes it gets violent even, go crazy, and so therefore they're not exposed. To counter views they're brainwashed they're brainwashed and they come out like that that's disturbing balance is what's needed especially at that age especially at that age
4: I mean if you just want proof prove positive of how good they have it and how they're having to fabricate these problems just look at their own language microaggression It's not even a full-blown aggression. It's a microaggression. What
3: the hell is that? I've always wondered, what's a microaggression? It's a fancier
4: way of saying, you offended me. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it is.
3: Well, you know what I've said so many times? (laughs) The great thing about this country is our Constitution guarantees you the right to offend other people. It does not guarantee you the right to not be offended. That's what makes it great. Other nations don't have such loss. That's why they suck.
4: How many Russian oligarchs have thrown themselves from windows in the last 12 months?
3: Yeah. Yeah, good point. (laughs) Hmm. Unbelievable. It's just just unbelievable. And now, by the way, Biden announced yesterday he's going after big tech. And I'm not going to sit here and defend big tech, and now we're learning that Facebook was more than heavily involved in influencing the 20 election, but I don't think government's the answer. I just don't. So let's make no mistake, it's a veiled attempt for the government to control our speech online. That's what's at play here. It's not, we gotta rein in big tech. No. What they're saying is we, government, like everything else, we've got to control it like they want to control the banks. Remember the the the, um, uh, the nominee that Biden put up for, was it the controller of the currency, I think? And yeah, the and, comptroller. Yeah, and what she wanted was to totally nationalize the banks. Remember that? Along those lines, by the way... Yesterday, I talked about just how much our government now, from an expenditure perspective, a budgetary perspective, is in the healthcare care business. So it was a kind of an interesting coincidence that I get a report from uh, uh, Stephen Moore, who's been on the program before, and he writes a newsletter called Unleash Prosperity Hotline. It's really good. And I subscribed to it. So yesterday, item one in his newsletter the government is taking over the health care industry. Wow. It's rather uh, timely. Private insurance plans for 2021 2021, uh, excuse me, 2020 2021 year. Number of subscribers, number of plans written down 1.5 million. Medicaid up. 3.2 million Medicare up 1.7 million this was so predictable so we got a plus of government coverage of 4.9 million and a decrease of private coverage of 1.5 that's a 6.4 million dollars sw- uh, excuse me million swing from private to public This was so predictable! This is a pernicious regulatory mechanism to essentially subvert and take over healthcare without having a so-called public option. This is what's going on here. We got the final segment on Middays coming up next. We thank you for joining us. Stay with us in the Element Well Studios.
17: In Mississippi, fall means cooler temperatures, football, and hunting season. It also means amazing rebates from Browning Safe Company. But not just any rebate, triple rebates. Security Joe with Discount Gun Safe says it's time to save big now on a new Browning Safe for your home or office. From now to the end of September, purchase a new in-stock Browning Safe and receive a rebate for $150, $225, or $300. That's triple the savings on Mississippi's number one choice of gun safes. Just think of what you can do with that extra money. Come visit the showroom of Discount Gun Safe, 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl, and browse from over 200 safes. Planning on building a safe room in your next dream house? Check out the Browning Fire Rated and FEMA-approved vault door on display at Discount Gun Safe. If you need your new safe delivered and installed, their licensed and discreet delivery can do it for as little as $100. That's
9: Discount Gun Safe,
17: 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl. As you cheer on your home team community bank is here to cheer for you whether you're looking to start a business buy a home or even just open a savings account our team is here to help guide you to success and to cheer you on when you achieve your dreams we take pride in serving our community by serving the people who live here community bank a community you can count on
11: member fdic equal housing london At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you we want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business find your next buick gmc or pre-owned vehicle at fillmorebuickgmc.com fillmore buick gmc you drive everything we do
22: research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events but thanks to two men and a truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be we have everything you need a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomeninatruck.com for a free, no obligation estimate.
4: Down trees and limbs contacting power lines can lead to power outages.
2: with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9 breaking news quick shots analysis all right here on super talk jackson 97.3
0: you're listening to middays with gerard here on super talk mississippi
3: Welcome back, everyone. Midday, super top Mississippi. Bobby from Monticello on the C Spire text line says Gerard, per your statement in a previous segment today, you stated Medicare was free for everyone at age 65. I didn't say that.
4: I think you said they're eligible at 65.
3: Yeah. I don't, I don't think I said it's free. Part A is free, but you have to have worked. He goes on to say that. Yeah, you had to, to qualify, you have to have worked. That's right, 40 quarters. Yeah, I'm aware of the eligibility. I appreciate that, but certainly didn't say you could just show up and say, hey, I'm never having worked a day in your life and paid into Medicare. And it's not just working. It's working and paying into it. Of course, by law, you have to pay into it if you're working, unless you're getting paid under the table with cash, in which case you're not making any contributions, and you wouldn't qualify. But Part A, by the way, is is, uh, there are no premiums. That's hospital coverage. And then you get Part B. Which is home health, uh, part, mainly? Yeah, it's more primary care and, and home stuff. And then Part C is, is Medicare Advantage, which is a kind of a combination private Medicare, the Medicare A and B, plus usually dental, vision, and kind of the other smorgasbord of of uh, coverage. And uh, then Part D is prescription drugs, which you and I talked about a lot. You have some experience with that, the pharmaceutical. Uh, industry or working in in a pharmacy. So let's see here, on the C Spire text line, well, there was something else I saw. My brother recently retired, this is Tom in Carthage, and he is taking a creative writing course at local college in Bentonville. His professor is non-binary and describes himself, question mark, as a poet, wordsmith and dancer, and the author of Twang, check that out, (laughs) and of course, super liberal. By the way, before we go, we got to share this uh, sound with you. This is from White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre talking about immigration.
12: But does the White House stand by those comments that the border is secure?
22: What we stand by is that we are doing everything that we can. Uh, to make sure that um, uh, that we follow the process that's been put forth that, that's why we have uh, historic funding uh, to do just that to make sure that um, uh, you know uh, um, uh, to make sure that um, uh, to make sure that uh, the folks that we encounter at the border be removed uh, or expelled.
3: okay so here's what I'm gonna say normally you know, Uh, no, you know, uh, and those kinds of things. Those are like fillers when your brain's trying to figure out what to say, right? That's what you're talking and speaking. In this case, it's because you know you're lying. That's what's happening there. You're trying to figure out, what can I say here that's not lying? You can't say anything, because you're lying, and you know it.
4: Yeah, if word salad were edible, we could fight the obesity crisis from this administration alone.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's pathetic. That just is pathetic. Take your butt down to the border. Go witness it. Why won't they? Well, you know why? Because they don't want to see the truth. That's why. Why don't we convene a summit instead of on white supremacy? What What about the immigration problem?
4: I see nothing. (laughs) Sergeant Schultz, I know
3: nothing. (laughs) Sergeant Schultz, I know nothing. That's perfect. <laughs> Man, we could have some fun with that if we wanted to put a little sergeant schultz on her body there, right? <laughs> That's just not acceptable. I'm sorry. You're the White House Press Secretary. You are the the conversationalist, the messenger for the highest office in the land. I get it. You're not perfect. You make mistakes. But it's every day. It's every day. She kn- And when you look at her facial expressions, can you not just tell? She's trying to like, I feel like that, and I'm no expert on the hand gesturing and body English stuff, but that kind of e- expression and those hand gestures, does it kind of make it look like... I really want you to believe this. <laughs> That's what I feel like she's doing there. Please believe this, even though I know I'm spouting BS crap here. It does, but it's every time. She's got that head tilted and really won't look at you. <laughs> no, it's not acceptable. That's why I'm railing on it. It's not her personally. It's nothing personal. It is an indictment of the position in the way it is being discharged. Period. It's not a personal thing. Don't want to make it that. Jensaki was a lot better. But unfortunately, you know why she's there. She checks the boxes! Right? Black female lesbian. The first! The first, yeah! So we can celebrate that. Crack the champagne! We're out of time here on the show today. We appreciate you joining us so much. It's been a busy week and we're out of here for the weekend. We hope you have a good one. We are back in the Element Well Studios next Monday. Until then, stay safe and God bless everyone.